Hello and welcome to another episode of Superhero Discussions. My name is Travis Hines, Travis underscore 156 on Twitter, and today I'm going to talk about the final two parts of the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover, parts 4 and 5, Arrow 808 and Legends 501. Uh, wow, I just finished watching it this morning. Just a quick thing, uh, I know that there's spoilers out there on Twitter, they were out there last night, I was getting DMs about it, uh, I want to thank people. Uh, like Brant and Nathan for just saying that it's out there and to just stay off until you watch it. It was the plan anyway. I, I just, I find it funny. People are complaining about getting spoiled. Uh, you know it was on there. Uh, if Titans Season 2 was any indication from the Twitter timeline or The Witch or Witcher, like, I still don't know how people got finished Witcher and got the tweets out there as quickly as they did. So, there's always spoilers now. That's just the name of the game. So, I don't feel bad for anybody that got spoiled if they were on Twitter going through their timeline. Uh, just avoid it. You just, like I did, I just, I wanted to get on my phone, but I laid the phone down, I went to bed, woke up today, and watched the crossover. It's very easy, folks. So that's just the first thing that I want to get out of the way because I'm seeing a lot of, you spoiled it for me! Oh, you spoiled it for me! And I do feel bad about getting spoiled yes but you spoiled yourself getting on twitter like every every friday when titan season two was going on the gifs were abound at 7 a.m like i don't know what people thought was going to be different with this uh star wars there was all kinds of spoilers with that so yeah the spoiler thing it sucks but it's on you, I'm sorry. It's on you. People get excited. Social media is a place to share. So, yeah, they're going to share. That's just the way it is. I feel bad for people that were tagged and stuff and seen it that way. But even then, just stay off Twitter, stay off Facebook, stay off Instagram, whatever else you want to stay off YouTube until you have it watched. So, yeah. Wow, this crossover was certainly groundbreaking. Uh, just... I didn't never expected them to do so much. I ha I didn't take notes, so you're just gonna get my raw thoughts. I'm gonna go on the uh, Super Civil Servants podcast this Friday. That'll drop on Monday to talk about this. So these are just my like right after uh, thoughts. Uh, a few discussions with some people after I watch, but just I don't even know. So. Just gonna try to get into some of the stuff. Um, it's not gonna be a complete recap of uh, the story. It'll just be what I remember the most and my some of my favorite points and some of the things I still think they could have done a little better. But I'm just gonna get the talking out on the go right now about the Ezra Miller cameo because wow, that was not spoiled for me. I had no clue. Apparently nobody else had any clue besides Ezra Miller and Grant Gustin. And they were together. At, well, I heard people say that maybe they were like both in separate places when they filmed, but no, Grant Gustin dropped some pictures on Instagram of them together hugging. And there's a clip from uh, four years ago that's making the rounds now where Ezra's like, someone asked him if he's going to avoid a TV show when he was first cast as Flash. And he's like, no, like, no, it's the Flash. It's the multiverse. It's like there's infinite numbers. Like me and Grant are chilling. We're going to have a race. 
So I love that. I don't get people getting all bent out of shape over it. If that makes no sense to me, I thought this was fantastic. If this is how uh, Ezra's Barry gets a name for the Flash, I think I think that would be so cool. Uh, I'm just tired of the people that are fans of Zack Snyder's DCU that are shitting on the DCCW. I'm a fan of it. Those two movies are my favorite two DCEU movies. But I love the DCCW. It's something separate. It's something that doesn't nearly have the budget. It's something that has to go uh, episodic TV, 20-something episodes a season for most of these shows. Uh, it's just a different animal. And to compare them to saying here is stuff, like people saying it's trash and that... Oh, it's just it's just so sad. Your lives are so sad to me. You're just you just have so much hate inside of you. It's it's laughable. If Ezra can do this, if Ezra's going to do this, I don't know why you feel the need to crap on it. But I loved it. I was in shock. I didn't know what was going on. I was just blown away. Uh loved it, uh, the little chat they had. Uh Ezra's the way Ezra plays Barry is is, I love it. I love it. I like. He won me over in Justice League, even though I didn't enjoy some of that movie. Superman. Uh. Uh. Just. Just why? Uh. To have a little discussion. Like that, Ezra said at the end. I told Victor this was possible. In return to, I just assume he's having chats with Cyborg, and maybe C- Cyborg doesn't have his name Cyborg yet. I don't know. Uh. But why, just bravo to everybody that kept that secret. Uh, it was such a payoff. Uh, I'm trying to think of the other things that I want to talk about here. Sorry, guys, I'm still a little overwhelmed about this. Uh, the anti-monitor, I, I feel like they defeated him a little easily at the end there. Just shrunk him down and that was it to be done with him. Uh, Ryan Choi fighting those, uh, I don't know what we're going to call them, Dementors. So I'm just going to call them Dementors. Ryan Choi fighting those Dementors was a little bit laughable for me. Um, he's just a human. He has no skills, no training. He's there punching him. He has no licks, at least wrote in to the Book of Destiny that he had powers. But Ryan Choi's just there swinging and punching. And I'm like, okay, yeah, these, these Dementors killed Oliver. But uh, no, you, you go on and tell me how Ryan Choi is there punching them. And oh, no, you're not going to tell me. Yeah. So I think some, like, for all those cameos that we got, I think some of the story suffered at times. Like with this, like, can you explain to me? Like, you could have easily just said, gave Ryan Choi an arm, a hand of the Atom suit. A hand to blaspheme. That's all. And then you could have helped set him up for to become the Atom going forward. Like, let more people know. Because I don't know how many general audience people know that Ryan Choi takes over as the Atom. Uh, Brandon Routh is leaving. I just assume he's going to slide into the Legends. And I don't know. Uh, I thought that was a little ridiculous. Just seeing him swinging and punching with all the heroes there. I'm fine with all the heroes right now. But the trained people. Like this is a little... Laurel Lance, Black Canary, Season 3, Arrow to me, where it's just like, oh, I, I can help too, I'll fight. And he has no training. Like, when we, when Sarah saves him, he's hiding with his kid in the room, and and yet he's on this, uh, and in, in the, 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 the point that time started, uh, 
fighting them. I just that that's something that I just was like, no, I, you don't get me there. Uh, I love burying the speed force. Uh, the I trust you with all your cell, all my cells, or every cell of my being, or whatever it was. Uh, it was nice. I wanted more with the Flash and Green Arrow. I didn't think we got enough. Right, the whole crossover. Like I've been waiting for them to, to, to come together, and they didn't really like the way I wanted them to. We didn't get any of them teaming up and fighting, or none of that. And I thought that was a just a missed opportunity. I know that Stephen Amell wants out. This is how he gets out. But still, that didn't. I didn't. That didn't win me over. It just that that was one of my biggest gripes about this crossover was the Flash and Green Arrow time because you built them up throughout this entire since season three really their friendship even season two sorry the the last part of the uh, two part crossover that he was in uh you built them up they've helped build this universe just as much as Stephen Amell has the flash has the, the flash and gave us the ability to introduce all these other superpower beings but i just felt like they didn't get their due i felt like it was more focused on what was going forward as like the Kara and kate team up and the Barry and Kara team ups and the Oliver and Barry team ups just weren't there and the, that's something that I was hoping for. If you listen to any of the any of the DC TV, the road the crisis that I was giving, I was just waiting for them to get get her to talk because I mean I don't understand why they didn't. I still won't to this day. I need a flash writer an air writer, Mark Guggenheim, somebody to explain that to me because it just makes no sense, especially if they're, they're both on the same earth, not like the rest of these people. They're both on the same earth at the start of this, before this even starts, and both of them know leading up to this, and there is no discussion. I know Oliver's working for the monitor, but Barry could have easily came. I've said this so many times, and I, I don't think I would have uh, yearned for them to have so much screen time together if, I, if we got any of that leading up to it. So I feel like it was a mistake, and it takes me back to an interview Stephen Amell did with Michael Rosenbaum, where he said initially there was like issues with wanting to pay him. Whenever he appears on another show, he's supposed to get the same rate he gets for appearing on Arrow, even though he's not doing nearly as much screen time because he's the main actor in Arrow, but he's not in these shows. So they don't want to pay him. They want to pay him like like whatever he's in, like the 20th actor. So that was always an issue, and I feel like that was definitely an issue in the lead-up to this. I don't think they wanted to pay him that much to be on Flash, or it, like, it, it just should have been, there should have been more. And that's why some of this crossover just left me with a little bit of a sour taste, because I wanted more for them. They're the original two, and there wasn't enough. And people can try to talk to me and give me points why they think there is, but I... I you're not, it's a losing battle, you're not, but the Ray stuff, loved Ray, loved Mick, Mick was pretty fantastic, uh, I don't like the running joke about the Legends being on the Wave Rider and not going to help, uh, I don't understand that, 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 it's starting to get a little less than funny to me, like, they joke about the crossover and there's no, like, like, come on, Captain Steel, why would, uh, or Commander Steel, or whatever, Citizen Steel, whatever you're calling yourself these days, we don't even see you steal up ever. Uh, why wouldn't you join them? I just don't, I just don't understand that, especially in the Legends episode. Like, come on, you just go with the the, the Legends that came from uh, the Flash and Arrow, and not uh, the Legends that are the Legends. 
so yeah, uh, that part, you know, there are parts that I didn't like. I'm sorry. I know I see people being like, oh, this is the greatest thing about it. No, I, I've, I still enjoyed Crisis on Earth X more right now, but I've seen Crisis on Earth X a lot more times, so maybe with more watchings of this crossover, it'll be different for me. But like I said, I've gotten emotional in every episode of Arrow Season 8, and it wasn't nearly the same with this. It wasn't both deaths. I found that like poor Diggle never got to be there for either death. I think that was a little like not cool, if I'm being honest here. I don't understand that at all. And like you can bring back there's no explanation of why baby Sarah's back. Like how could you bring baby Sarah back? But like how would Oliver not come back? Like Steve Mill wants to leave, I know that. But we just gotta give him some props for just what you established since since then. Like all the shows, all the heroes, all the crossovers. Bravo. Not gonna lie, kinda hope that your wrestling show doesn't work out <laughs> and you have a bit more free time to come back and play in this universe. I feel like if the Green Arrow and Canaries get picked up, he can easily show up and we can do the Quiver storyline there if it's not being done in the last episode of Arrow because I have no idea what the last episode of Arrow is going to be. Absolutely no idea. Uh, Diggle flying to Oa maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the whole future is different, so just don't know. Don't know. I love that all the heroes are on the same Earth now. Freeland is uh, in the same place as Central City, in the same Earth as Central City. So Black Lightning's in the same Earth as Barry. Uh, Kara's National City is now on the Earth Prime, is what they call it. There are other Earths. Uh, it's just. Uh, it's, it was groundbreaking, it was. Even though I didn't like some of the choices they made, it was groundbreaking. Uh, trying to think what else. I enjoyed the background, backstory of the Mander. Uh, it wasn't nearly as in-depth as I thought it was going to be. Uh, it was short, but I still enjoyed it. Everyone blames Nash Wells because, yeah, it is all your fault. <laughs> they're all heroes, but yeah, they're all your fault. You're all, it's your fault Oliver's dead. So, kind of funny. Uh, just, it, it, it was it was crazy. Like, just watching it. My jaw was on the floor a lot. Uh, I was scratching my head at times. So many different Earths. I have a couple questions. So, does this mean that the Titans on Earth 9 and Doom Patrols on Earth 12? Uh, is that just a result of what happened after the crossover? Like, were they on the same Earth before? Because I don't think we got a Doom Patrol Earth before, but we did get the Titans. So, I I always thought that the Titans and Doom Patrol were on the same Earth. Like, that's the... the They were introduced in Titans Episode 4. And I thought it was going to be the same universe, but maybe that's not the case anymore. Uh, I have questions from that. Don't know if anybody that be answered until next fall. So yeah, I, I don't know about that. That's another question. Uh, the Lex stuff was good. I enjoyed how Lex was like just still trying to uh, 
change things for the better for him. And I don't even understand. Like, it throws a whole new wrench in Supergirl that everybody loves Lex. Like, how did that happen? And he runs the DEO, so you're going to have some interesting things from from this. Love the little Marv Wolfman cameo there, getting Flash and Supergirl to sign that picture. Uh, bravo, Marv. Uh, thanks for coming in and helping. Uh, trying to think what else, guys. That I enjoy how much Sarah... Like Oliver's passing, like got to Sarah. Uh, really enjoyed that. Same with Barry. Like I like how how they felt after, but I still just it didn't didn't feel right to me. I I think I might have been expectations. I had it built up in my head so much that I, I should have known that. I I normally don't do that. I just normally just go in. But I've invested a lot in this universe, and especially like Arrow's my favorite show. Easily. Uh. So yeah, that I don't know. Uh, Trying to think, what else is there to talk about? Uh, Black Lightning fits really well. I enjoy it. Oh, gee, the ending, the the Justice League thing. Loved that. Uh, loved the little uh, seat there for Oliver and the suit with the little fire. That reminded me of Injustice. Uh, the monument they leave for an injustice, so like love that, and it makes me think, maybe just maybe, because I have heard that Barry and Kara are going to be in the finale of Arrow, so maybe just maybe that suit is gone when they come to look. So I I don't know I I don't know what they're going to do going forward. Superman has two sons. How? Why? What? I don't. That I'm so confused about that. Don't have any idea going forward. So I don't even know. I'm so curious. What what are they gonna do there? Uh, they have a. They're going in the series. Like they don't even need the pilot. They've already been ordered the series. So uh, we'll we'll see. But two kids. They don't even. They don't have explain explain. So who knows? There's gonna be so many different things with this this Earth Prime universe when you merge National City to uh, to the rest. I I, I kind of got immediately when I seen Weather Witch, I knew that that's what they did. Um, what else is there? I think that's all my like surface level thoughts. I'm going to watch it again. I'm going to take more notes and I'm going to get back into it. But I know it sounds like I'm a little sour on this podcast, but I'm but uh, this podcast. Well, in this podcast, but about this crossover, but I'm not. I, I really enjoyed it. I think it's just hard for me to see Stephen Amell, Albert Queen leave because, like I said, it's been my favorite show and he's been my favorite character. Uh, but I loved it. I thought, I thought it was great. Uh, minus the Oliver stuff, everything else I was okay with. I love the relationship that Kate and Kara have. There's at, when Kate shows up as Bat Batwoman, and on the roof, and Kara's like, "Oh look, there's Kate!" I thought that was really funny. To be honest with you, I kind of laughed there. Uh, the Bebo stuff was a little groany to me. Uh, 
um, almost as groany as the the old Justice League theme from Super Friends that they played in the background at the end. I, I didn't need that. I really didn't need that. <laughs> but uh, I I love the whole Justice League aspect of it and the table and Barry being really excited to show people. Uh, I guess, guys, that's all my thoughts. I know I've rambled a little bit. I said, uh, 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 about 30 times because it's all still new to me. I'll probably give it another rewatch before I podcast on Friday. So, yeah, uh, if I'd love to hear what you guys think. Drop me a line on Twitter. Uh, did you like what they did with Oliver? Uh, and the lack of Green Arrow and Flash stuff. We got 15 seconds before he died. So, still curious if anyone, like, Felt the same way I did. Uh, somebody should check on Brantac Prime from fans because he might have had like eight fanboy heart attacks while watching these two parts. Uh, I don't think he'll ever give Ezra any credit for his suit, but I feel like that cameo had had to at least have won him over. And I feel like he will champion... Ezra getting his flash maybe a lot more now than he would before this cameo. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, that's those are my thoughts. They're well early thoughts straight after what straight after watching it. Uh, Supergirl, Flash, uh, White Canary were standouts for me uh, in these final two parts. Uh, Supergirl's hope really shone through. Uh, Sarah really took leadership, basically taking over Oliver's role, and she did it quite, quite well. She was, she was fantastic, but she's, she's almost the last one left, she is the last one left from her world, from her, like, before they got on the yacht, thought that was extra poignant the way she said that, but yeah, enjoyed it. I think the expectations I had played a little role in that. And I'm not one to poo-poo on something because it didn't do everything I wanted it to do. Like, I still enjoy this. I give it a round of applause to Mark Guggenheim and the rest of the people that made this possible. All the writers from every writing room. It was... It was a big... Big deal. It was the biggest crossover ever. I continually say that with this universe. No show has ever gone like this before in live action. Like the amount of shows, the crossover, the the overarching storyline that Flash and Arrow had during the first half of this season. It it was just wow. The one thing I'll say too that I didn't I thought we were gonna see was a reverse flash, but he did say to Flash the last time I see him, see you in the next crisis, but we didn't see him, so uh, and he was in the newspaper as well, so I figured he would have some role in this, but he didn't. Uh, I guess the timeline changed about 800 times in Flash, so I guess I shouldn't expect that. <laughs> but yeah, it was enjoyable, it was fun, sad, wild, jaw dropped on the floor, so overall it was a great experience. I can't wait to watch it again. I hope this is not the last we see of Oliver Queen. Uh, I wonder if Barry can run back in time now 
two points in time that happened when they were Earth-1. I have so many questions about that because I always thought that would have been the easiest way for them to include Oliver and all their crossovers going forward is Barry pulled the same thing he did with Leonard Snart in the second season of The Flash or the third. One of those where he pulls him out of the timeline and puts him back. So, I'm just super curious about that. I don't know if he can do that now, like, because that Earth doesn't exist anymore. That universe doesn't exist anymore, but I don't know how that works. That's that's something that has me scratching my head. But yeah, I hope this is not the last time we see Stephen Amell. I hope he shows up again every once in a while. And as Green Arrow, not Spectre. I'm done with him being Spectre. Uh, that's one thing that I wish, even if he was Spectre, he could have shot like Spectre. He could have shot arrows that were like, using his specter energy. He didn't have to just go all, uh, like, force-sithy to me. Or, well, that's what it felt like to me, anyway. He didn't have to go all Jedi force, like, Sith lightning type deal. I could have used uh, more, like, him fighting him, using what he learned throughout the whole whole time. Like, like the guy said... Uh, all this led you here. I would have liked to see him fight a bit more rather than just go like, stick his hands out. and Could have used a bit more of that too. But, like I said, that's just some gripes. Overall, I'm still really positive about this. I'm not going to throw out the whole thing just because I didn't like what he did with a certain character. Um, that's called being entitled. That's called thinking that you know what's best. And no, I don't know what's best. I just... I'm saying what I would have preferred. But, like I said, I can still enjoy the crossover. And I hope you guys did too. thought this was fantastic. Uh, and groundbreaking. Just, it's never been done before. It's never, no one's ever tried anything like this. Marvel says it's all connected all the time. And DC's like, hold my beer. Hold my goddamn keg. Because they just showed uh, Foggy, Jeff Loeb, Jeff uh, Loeb, uh, I think it's Jeff Lowe, but Foggy, the guys at Marvel Netflix, the guys at Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it just showed everybody how to properly do this. Because, like I said, I don't know if anybody, I only watched a few seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I'm sorry, your biggest thing was Samuel L. Jackson. You could have had Iron Man show up in the suit. You didn't even need to have Robert Downey Jr. in the suit or anything there. You could have just been on the face thing. You could have done that, but... You put yourself so much more above the TV shows, and that's not how it should be. And just again, bravo. The way they did this, the, the cameos, some of the secrets they kept. Just impressive, that's all. Very impressive. And I can't wait to see what this post-Arrow, post-Crisis world is going to be like. But... I have so many questions. <laughs> I guess they'll be answered in the coming weeks. Thanks, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Travis underscore 156 on Twitter. Drop me a line. I'd love to hear your thoughts about this crossover. Later.